0: Welcome to the Spurs 9501 podcast. From Kane to the lane, the final say on all things Tottenham. Here are your hosts, Steve, Ray, Cam and Jam. Welcome back everyone to uh, Spurs 9501 podcast, website and YouTube channel. And here we are celebrating all things Tottenham Hotspur. And today being the Saturday that we beat Leeds 4-0, it's something to celebrate. So let's just talk a bit about the game. Um, one of you, well, not many of you, but whoever did hear me last time knows that I was very harsh on the team. Um, pretty much disgusted by the way that they played and some of the things that they were doing on the, were not, or not doing uh, against Versi, excuse me. So just to kick off then, good result? Of course, any win is a good result. Any time you win a game, it's a great result for the team, for the morale of the players, for the fans for everybody, and you just look forward to the next one. However, we are talking about Spurs. Win one game 4-0, lose another 3-0. Let's hope that's not going to be the case. So let's talk about the positives from the game. I like the play of the wing-backs. I think this time it worked very well. A lot of that got to do with the fact that Leeds, and the way they play, with their very, very, very high press and room at the back that allows our wing-backs to run forward when they get the ball and leave a lot leave a lot of the um, Leeds players flat-footed. So that definitely, definitely suited our style of play the way that Leeds were playing. Very, very open. And there's no surprise to see Sessignan and Doty again on and scoring an assist and a goal and Doty getting his first goal for Tottenham great, fantastic, good goal, you have to be there to take it and to be able to do it. When you get that much space against any other team in the Premier League, I am not so sure. I think it is, what, 17 goals conceded in the last three games by Leeds. So, I'm glad that we met them when we did. Excuse me. And we managed to fill our boots too because, let me just face it, we really needed to win this with a number of goals because our goal difference so poor, uh, probably the poorest of any team in the top half of the table. For that said, first goal, great. Kuliszewski, I think he's just I'm getting better and better every time I see him. Love the way that he plays on the right side. I think that, you know, um, without Doherty or Emerson, we had him playing in that wing-back role. I think he'd be fantastic at that. I think he's good, very good on the balls, good at beating players. Good at crossing the ball, good at picking out passes, and a very good shots. I mean, the goal that he scored, the one that they will save, the chances that he had. I mean, his all round play today was great. It's about time, I would say, I suppose finally signed a player that actually can do something. Isn't that in itself quite unique? I mean, when was the last time that we signed a player that hit the ground running as well and as fast as uh, as Krzyzewski has. Mora maybe? Um, we look back beyond that probably not Um, but it took more a while to settle in as far as I can remember I don't think anyone has settled in as well as as, as Kuliseski has and I think about some of the other players some of the has-beens, some of the big names that we paid more money for that we had so much hope for that absolutely (laughs) unable to take the opportunity or to settle into the Spurs side. Mains popped to mind or Kosovsky scored more goals than Lo has since he's been at Spurs. That should tell you something. Uh, and Dombele, another player promised his flowers to deceive. Absolutely never settled into our team or delivered anything. This guy has delivered more in the last three or four games than those two combined have in the two years that they were both at Spurs. not go as far as to say. Brian Gill promised a lot, moved around a lot, um, did, a, did a lot ability to pass the ball, cross the ball, effectively, still leaves a lot to be desired. A young player, but so is Kulusevsky. they're both 21, I believe. And so it really shows that uh, when we do put our mind to signing someone good, those are the kind of players that we need. So that was definitely a positive and a great goal, I would say. And then obviously Kane, Kane's third goal, just incredible. I mean, what a beautiful take on that goal. I never saw it coming. I was still in shock after it went in. sort of like kept looking back and thinking, was he offside? Was he onside? How did that happen? How did that happen? But then, I have to then comment on the fourth goal, because I thought the fourth goal was so sublime, such a beautiful path, great run, great take, great finish. I mean, the chances that um, Son had, the shots that he had, the way that he played today, you would expect him to get a hat-trick. But I'm glad that he did get on the score sheet, because we needed our front three players to score. We needed them to get that confidence back and to keep... Uh, pummeling forward to um, at least to try and get into the top six negatives. Yeah, there's got to be some negatives in this game, I believe. And there were a number of negatives. A number of negatives, I would say, were uh, the defence, the goalkeeper. And why is it that even when we're winning 3 0, we look like headless chickens at the back? We're running around, we're disorganised, we're, we're nervous with inability to clear the ball, try to play it out from the back, never works. The goalkeeper don't know what he's doing half the time. Uh, it is, it's a shambles. There's a problem that we've got we've got two strong characters. there, Romero and Dyer, And we've got the goalkeeper who's a captain. But have we got any real leaders that are stepping up and organizing? I don't see enough organization at the back end and just don't get it. Because individually, they've been playing pretty well. Individually, they weren't playing badly. But let's face it, if Leeds had... Uh, any other day, they could have got two or three themselves very easily, if not more. They hit the post twice, and uh, um, and they missed oh, what's basically an empty goal after a complete screw-up by Lloris, who nobody understands what he was doing. It's not the first time, and it by far won't be the last. But, uh, um, I mean, some of those really, really basic errors are beginning to creep back in, and that is what's beginning to kill our chances of getting back into the top four. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say, sit here and say, you know, fantastic, Spurs are all back, and ignore what I said a few weeks ago, because I still think it was a team got a fundamental problem. Mm-hmm. And one of the big issues that I wanted to just touch on before I round up today is our next long, uh, round of fixtures. Yeah, we play middle for away. Should be an interesting game. It's a cup game. Anything can happen. And then we've got Everton at home. Everton on 22 points played very well against City today. We're very unlucky not to come away with something of like that game. They're desperate, close to relegation. They're going to be hungry and they're going to really want to prove themselves. Uh, I, I suppose I don't see that in any way being an easy game. Then we go away to Man United. Man United who have, could not beat Watford at home. And I, I see that as our opportunity to get some to get three points. I believe we can turn over Man United. I think we played better against teams like Manchester United that are like us, much more concentrated on running forward and uh, um, trying to score a goal. If we can get some leaders at the back who can control the game, we need to Skip back. The moment Skip comes back, I think you'll see a completely different team when it comes to uh, um, to, to our midfield. And to the, to marshalling that defense so much more effectively. I think that a Bettencourt skip partnership is what I'd like to see develop, um, in the core of, uh, um, uh, Spurs. I'd like to see probably Corby and Winks back them up. I can't see, I wouldn't prefer those to be the first choices if we had those two fit. And those are the players that we're really looking to, to step up and, and t- turn this team around. Then we've got Brian away. Brian away for us last season, we lost. And I think it's been a very tough fixture for us. Um, and I'm not sure what's going to happen there. We have then uh, West Ham at home. We will West Ham coming to Spurs is always their cup final. It's had the World Cup for them. So we can expect that to be a very, very trying and challenging game. But I would like to see Quante pull one over on them again, like we did in one of the earlier cup rounds. And we've got uh, to Newcastle at home, which we should win. Villa away, which I still think we should win. Then Brighton come back to us, which hopefully we should win. We've got Brentford away, Leicester at home. And then the big tough one for us is Liverpool away. And that is the one that, I mean, obviously, um, it's towards the end of the season in May. And that's the time when you're going to be thinking that Liverpool are going to be uh, going for uh, winning the league if they get closer to City. And um, all bets be off for that one. And then the last two, I think, the revenge against Burnley will be coming towards the end, and then our last game of the season, so far, at Norwich. All within that, we've still got to fit in a uh, um, game against uh, um, Arsenal. So, all said and told, I think the the fixture list is really there for the taking. It's there for the taking for Tottenham, and I think we can, so we win, we should be able to win most of those games, if not all of those games, and rise up in the table. Right now, <laughs> the fourth spot clearly favours Arsenal. They are playing a lot better than um, than we are. Um, they're winning games where we were losing games, and unfortunately, whether we like it or not, it seems to me that that, that fourth place is really theirs for the taking. Well, um, there is the fact that there is a North London derby to come. And if we can turn that over, we can win our forthcoming game. They still have to go to Liverpool. and think they've got one or two other tough games. Then we may be in a chance of overhauling them. But it really is in our hands now, boys. And we've got to uh, turn this around. So uh, I'll round up and say, great win today. Carry on. We need to keep winning. Come on, you Spurs. You've been listening to the Spurs 9501 Podcast. Stay in touch, continue the debate, and let us know what you want to discuss by finding us on YouTube. Tune in after the next match day for more insight. Thanks for listening.